Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Remember Sally when I promised to kill you last? I lied. Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease. And I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Yippee-ki-yay. I'm going to kill them all, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast. I am one of the three hosts, Charlie. With me, as always, is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. Hello there. And our third, but not, you know, third place or anything like that. You know, I don't want to make it feel like that. But you know, afterthought. It, it is it is our <laughs> third wheel. action feet. side, yes. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. that's fair. Our action Good morning, everyone. Wheel. How are you? <laughs> Uh, I feel weird starting this because apparently this month I didn't get to pick a freaking movie. Yeah, it's nope. weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was the Pete and Nate takeover. That's right. Yeah, right. yeah we had, that... you had this coming. Uh, did I? What? I had, I enjoyed last month. We're, I think we're I think we're going to be fifty fifty this month. We're going to be two awfuls and two good ones. <laughs> no, so I mean it's nothing but bangers this month. <laughs> it's nothing but bangers. Is <laughs> that is what it? we're calling it? Yeah. Did you do you remember what that last horror movie was? Uh, <laughs> all right. Three out of four bangers. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, well I'll give credit to Monkey Kung Fu. I did like, I, I've been itching to watch it, it again. Like, have I have been. Yeah. You know, I was kind of like we we've been trying we were just talking about promoting when it's so hard that there's nothing online. You got to get real creative. And I was like, I just wanted to find scenes from the blacksmith dude, and they don't exist. Oh, you know, literally got to go make your own movie <laughs> and make your own. We're, we're blazing trails, gentlemen. We just got to hold that banner for monkey kung fu up high. <laughs> Stroke of death. <laughs> well, so, however, right, right. it didn't matter how I searched it. I still couldn't find shit. Yeah, no, not whatsoever. <laughs> There's nothing out there. Thanks, Pete. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, to make up for it, and I still, I know we said this before, but I totally think this is relevant is we did monkey kung fu and good god there couldn't have been a better movie to follow it up on the action side than the movie we're covering tonight which is the raid or the raid redemption or whatever else pete thought it was under and couldn't nope. didn't know if it was the sequel there is the no sequel no no there is actually another film called the raid and it's it's actually chinese instead of indonesian and it takes it uh, uh it's based on a comic book series uh, I think oh. it's fictional history, and I I got it from the library. I got them both at the same time, and that's what I put in the chat a while ago. I was oh, like, are these okay. the same movie? Because they've got different covers and everything, but they were clearly made in different years, and they're definitely different. Very oh, good. okay, all right. Well, you're forgiven for your you know, yeah. we'll, we'll give mishap you mishap of and, un- and I, not understanding. I, I was actually going to take Pete's side and go. The Raid Redemption is the most sequel sounding title. It, it does. Ever. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, what are we redeeming? What and redemption did sadly, we need to get? They couldn't get the rights to just the raid, and they tried and tried, so they had to throw on that subtitle "Redemption" <laughs> because Stinger. all the promotion for like six months was just the raid, and then when it came to releasing it stateside, they weren't able to call it the raid. Well, weird. They they could call it the raid too. Yeah, is that 
I guess the that. two, yeah, for whatever reason. <laughs> for some reason, the two was not. Yeah, I was reading about it this morning from uh, one of the interviews back in 2012. Oh, cool. I was like, well, this is just legal bullshit that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. That's almost what all of it is, man. It really is. But Well, like all that shit with Friday 13th right now? Oh, good. I think it's yeah. officially over. I think It so is. The over. game's, game's going to be shut down Yep, I here saw shortly. that, which bums me out. Totally. Yeah, well, I mean, that stuff happens, but it, if I think you can still play it, you just nope. don't have the until, online. Until, until next Christmas, I think. Yeah. If you've already purchased it and you have all the DLCs, you can still play it, but I think it all, yeah. all the servers get shut down in Christmas stuff of 24. Stuff like that, it happens, like, you know, license rights mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but when it comes to Friday the 13th specifically, it's just two old farts yelling at each other mm-hmm. about who owns the rights, yeah. and it's the most right. bullshit thing ever. I know, man. I don't know. What's wrong with the horror community? It's crazy. A lot. But then we're not doing the horror <laughs> stuff tonight. We're right, doing right. the action stuff. So we are talking about 2011's The Raid Redemption. And uh, God, this movie's awesome. Oh, I'm just so going good. out the gate right now. So let me let me back it up just a tiny bit. I, I, I didn't go really forward know. yet. So well, I know, I know. I know. But so this was a banger of a movie. This is an incredible action kung fu film mm. with a lot a lot of action in it and i thought back to monkey kung fu is like man that one also had mostly action which this one has a lot of action a little bit of story so did monkey kung fu why does this one succeed where monkey kung fu I, maybe didn't fail but fell short i got an idea and that's one of the okay. things i wanted to dive into tonight sure yeah well I think the first thing we should explain here, but first of all, Nate has pulled a Pete tonight. Um, there is no trailer. I don't because know what you're talking about. The trailer. <laughs> uh, I've got a there, story there, behind the trailer. There, all right? there, it, there is a trailer, but uh, there's no dialogue for 30 seconds, and then it's all in Indonesian. So uh, no no trailer. Are from you going to do us. the same thing of just a bunch of you know sounds no. from the movie? Actually, no. What I was going to do was I figured, well, during the trailer time is a perfect time to explain to everyone that we got to do something again with this movie we all got to sit together and watch it in that the was same so room cool oh my at god at the same time you didn't bump so. your head once in my basement dude no no <laughs> very I, close you a couple of close calls just you yeah. standing you were probably felt the just grazing the ceiling tiles i was i was <laughs> yeah but yeah so pete, pete and nate no problem they don't have to worry about hitting their heads on shit charlie's nope. always ducking around i look like harry from harry and the hendersons yeah, yeah, trying to walk Minus the i was gonna go with uh hagrid from harry potter mm, that'd be good always That's... like dipping over or dipping <laughs> under to get in the places still, yeah. still haven't watched those movies so oh, i'm glad okay. I, I went with harry and the henderson so that, that one works <laughs> for me so no we all uh, i was up in uh, ohio for a working vacation and we all got to hang out uh, and almost an entire day we saw Pete Pretty much. play tr- play uh, trombone or what's that? What's that thing? He <laughs> oh, he's playing the triangle. Triangle, triangle. Yeah, I knew it was her with it. Live, we got to finally see it live. <laughs> yeah, we watched it live. We were uh, the the nacho hoes. We were the yes. groupies out there. Yep. That's Nate and I. We have did not that fit term. in whatsoever. No, 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 you really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us wearing like camouflage pants. Nate's wearing camouflage shorts, black t shirts. Uh, in you know urban columbus <laughs> yeah. it was hot as balls out in the it early afternoon it was hot oh uh, my the God. fact that the three of us managed to stay awake while watching the movie because not only did we you know hang out outside then we went and uh traveled around columbus for a bit 
And we, we are all at that point of just like, we should have took a nap, and yet we didn't. <laughs> we made it. I don't know how we, we did we, it. We, we did make it. But uh, I'm, I'm saying uh, I think I'm going to give it all to Jody's pie. That's what kept me going oh, all That day. was going to be one of the other things. Uh, Charlie, <laughs> we got to taste Pete's wife's sweet, sweet, delicious pie. <laughs> Sounds so wrong. I don't yes, know wrong. <laughs> Pete's wife offered us a nice slice of her pie, and it was delicious. It was probably the best pie I've ever had. Uh, I mean, it was so warm and that? filling. <laughs> she didn't have to bake the pie, so mm-hmm. she was totally mm-hmm. fine with it. And yep. Nate's, Nate's not telling you he's already had her cookies earlier. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So Nate's had the gamut. The cookies Let me tell you, pie. I have dived deep into Jody's cookies. <laughs> But now oh. I just went in and I devoured that pie. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and Pete, I just want to put you at ease. I'm not a big uh, on melons, so don't okay. worry about if All she right. has really good melons at some point this year. <laughs> I, I'm not interested. Well, so yeah, more, like, really? more like peaches over melons, if, you, if I had <laughs> to be point, honest. <laughs> I, I'm kind of hooked she on Jody's pie. This. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of my wife's pie. <laughs> You gave it to us. I know. Yeah, I know. you offered it. She didn't even know that she was going to be giving us her sweet pie. <laughs> she, yes, she was prepared to make a pie. At she least a that day morning. or two ahead of time. Yes. Yeah, she, but, she, you know, you kind of caught her off guard. <laughs> so, uh, she can whip a pie out no, in no time flat. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. So, yeah, we... Obviously had a great time, although I gotta I also have to bust ourselves out. Uh we effing suck at taking pictures of each we other. We didn't take a single Yeah, we didn't take picture. a single one. Hey, you Not got even, a lot of pictures of me though. We took video yep. of Pete playing different instruments and Nate making <laughs> captions on Instagram. He had a megaphone and it Nate goes, I think that's a trumpet. So it was pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, but no pictures of the three of us, so Technically, as far as anyone's concerned, we all still don't hang out together at all. No, nope. <laughs> we have no. Obviously, though, we are uh, men that are not used to taking pictures of themselves, no, or we... you know, oh, hanging out with the friends. You know, right. these three dumbasses. Ha ha ha! That's not us. <laughs> not us. No pictures of us eating his wife's pie. So oh it's totally oh, fine. Unfortunately, I try to get video. <laughs> So, yeah, so we all had a good time. We all got to watch this movie. And going back a little bit to what Pete was just saying about why one worked and the other didn't is this one does kind of have a bit more of a story that's easier to follow, especially if you're an action fan. You know, there there is a beginning, a middle, and end. Um, But I don't think any of us during monkey kung fu were yelling out as much as we were oh, no. watching the raid in all of these fight sequences monkey kung fu was for comedic and uh you know just to be in awe of the I, athleticism yeah, i, I laughed out loud and was in awe You're the exactly raid right. yeah. was brutal it was not fun it was it was it was fun it don't was get fun, me wrong but, but it was ouch that yeah we like, all these guys are not getting back up sucking air through our teeth and, oh and, oh it was it was well, insane. There was no oxygen left in the room after mm-hmm. some of those hits and and you and guys had fights. seen this before a couple of times, right? This I was... have only watched it one time oh, okay. before this, and it was not long after it had released. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate, I think,'s watched it the most uh, of the watched three of this us. multiple multiple times okay. like each year. Like yeah, this is the go to first time watch for me, and it was 
uh, wow. <laughs> I, and, you know, it moves. I, it I was moves. excited yeah. to introduce Fast. it to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it was, uh, I th- thank you. Mm-hmm. It was, it was definitely an experience to watch Pete experience this, you know, yeah. because it, he, he really does is you hear him on the show where he's like, Oh, wow. Ooh, that's exactly what he's doing when we're watching. Cause he's like, Ooh, Oh, wow. Oh my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was all of us, to be honest. Well, yeah, this movie. It yeah, was great. Um, so yeah, I guess that kind of covers our first. Well, let's do Nate. Nate, what's your first like memory of the oh, raid? What was your experience? With I it? had a, I did some digging today, gentlemen. Uh, there was an article back in early 2012 about Mike Shinoda, the MC, I guess you could say, of Lincoln Park doing the score to this and it was oh. that article that i had originally found that also had the little snippet of the international trailer and in that international trailer was obviously some of the most brutal scenes i had ever seen in a kung fu movie at the time and it was just like holy shit and i remember at the time the group chat was like me cody and mark are just like circle of charlie right, and I. yeah and i sent it over to him like guys like we got to be on the lookout for this um Flash forward to August of 2012 is when this movie released on DVD. I instantly ran it from Redbox, invited a buddy over. We watched it, and we were just like, holy shit, that could have been like the greatest action movie I think I've seen in such a long time. Because before that, we were both big Tony Jaw fans of just oh. Ong Bak yeah. oh, yeah. and, uh, and The Protector. Mm-hmm. So to see this, we're just like, this is it. This is like that next step that you take in an action movie and this movie came out when i had my first apartment so it became a thing of just like inviting people over to watch the raid oh yeah so like the like being able to introduce it to you pete well it's just been like something i've been able to do with multiple people that like the the same reactions the same beats everything happens with everyone that i've ever shown this movie to (laughs) and i love it so much for that and after watching john wick 4 and theaters that uh, weekend, like I was like, I'm gonna pop in the raid because I haven't watched it in a hot minute, and just to see like, does it still hold up to the post John Wick world, you know? And it still right. does because of how much. I mean, these guys are actually beating the shit out of each other, you know. Uh, and as close as full contact as you can get without actually killing people. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Um, Gareth Evans, like I have fallen in love with this director. He has not done much. But he did a movie with the star of this movie, Iko, called uh, Minoratu, which was before the raid. And it's mm-hmm. very much like Ong Bak. Where is it, it a is prequel or is it just they made the film before the they raid? They just came made out? the film together. Okay. Basically, right. he was doing a documentary on Salat. I think that's how you pronounce that. It's the martial arts style that's in the raid, okay. uh, it's an indigenous style of martial arts from Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And he came across Eco and was like, wow, like you have a lot of charisma. Like we should make a movie together. So they did Minaratu, which is a phenomenal martial arts movie that is a lot like Ongbok, where it's a villager coming to the big city to stop like sex trafficking. Oh, okay. Um, and then after that, they did The Raid and then The Raid 2, which. I just went back and rewatched the raid two for this. And I'm like, this is an action masterpiece. Like that one I've only seen twice now. and was blown away. 
But this dude, Gareth Evans, he did one of the best horror segments in VHS 2, which if you've seen that movie, it's the cult segment that takes place in Indonesia. It's like 45 minutes of that movie, but it is horrific. It's terrifying. It's glorious. And then he recently did a Netflix movie called Apostle, which was like the first. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like what I was expecting from him. Uh, I still like I've been wanting to go back and recheck it out. Okay. After revisiting everything now. But I just this movie has stricken a chord with me for so long. And I just wanted to share it with now Pete and then find out that Charlie hasn't seen it since it first came out. It was basically like him watching it for the first time as well. And getting to see both your guys' reaction and like where I think this movie works is the different beats, which we'll get into. But Charlie, what was your first time seeing this? Well, mine stems from some controversy with this movie and another movie. Um, I actually watched Dread before i ever even heard of the raid and then i started hearing people talking about how dread ripped off the raid oh and so i was like that seems kind of odd and so i wanted to watch this movie there when it was saying dread ripped off and i watched it and i was like okay there's some there's some similarities i can kind of see what they're getting at and then if you dig deeper you find out this is just one of those wild coincidences that happened in Hollywood (laughs) because they were both basically being filmed at the same time. And they're almost both released really close together. And being filmed on the complete opposite end of the world. Yeah, totally opposite (laughs) end of the world. There were no, like, similar writers. It's just they decided, you know, dread the the Dread with Carl Urban's based in a, you know, a high-rise apartment building. So is the Raid. And there's a lot of insane fighting and a lot of, you know, there, there's there's there are some scary, similar like scenes in both. I mean, like mm. when you watch them back to back, you're like, I I get what people were thinking. Like, I, it really could like if it had come out that someone did like rip off someone else's script from like two years ago, they read it. I'd be like, I believe it. That's never come out, though. But so, yeah. And I also think both movies follow a very simplistic plot line that oh yeah this tracks back to bruce lee's game of death the unfinished movie of you go up a tower and there's just different boss fights essentially you 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 have that this is this is also you know die hard on cocaine you know you can you can throw any movie you want into these type of genres because they all have to have started from somewhere you know, but it was just there are some similarities where you're just like, oh, wow, I'd believe it if it really came out. But nothing's ever come out saying that they were actually, you know, one ripped off the other. So I watched the raid after Dread and, you know, Dread was uber violent. And I watched the raid going, wow, this is like Dread on crack. <laughs> like it just goes <laughs> and goes. And for some reason, I just never really went back to it um, until, you know, we all sat down and watched it. And now I know when Nate, suggested it i know he've talked we've talked about the raid quite a bit so i was like yeah let's do it and you know watching it i'm like yeah this totally fits this is you know there's a reason to do the raid before we really start diving into like the jackie chans or even the jet lees like this one this was like right there with ong bok like it it makes a statement you know it was a it was a shift in the genre almost and so yeah I it was stunning. I, I, God, man, mm-hmm. I really enjoy this movie. 
a now, lot. I know this is my first time watching the movie, but I was a little suspicious there at the beginning. You were dubious. I that's a very good word. I was definitely dubious of what you had presented because you were told me, hey, this is a great kung fu movie. It's a great follow-up to Mad Monkey. And we got zero kung fu until about, oh, what, 20 minutes or so into the film? And it always yes. is like, I've had that same feeling whenever I show people this movie. Yeah. We just got to get past this first 20 just minutes. got to get past we that just first part. get past this. And, and once it goes, it goes. But it does. And getting the, there. The, uh, the, the gunplay isn't... They're they're not sniping people from hundreds of yards. They're they're getting up close and intimate, which is why I like the John Wick films because he he's not shooting you from across the street. He's shooting you in the head at point blank. Yeah. It's yeah. I I I hate to say I prefer that kind of gunplay, but that's well, that that's more that's more personal. And that's when horror is real to me when it's real personal. If you're just you know, you drop a bomb on somebody. That's not horror. That's mm. a big explosion and a bunch of people die. But if you stab someone slowly through the neck, then, oh, God, that's <laughs> that's that's what gets me. It's so, drop, yeah, drop, that, drop a knife in their thigh and mm, drag mm, the knife mm, across mm. their thigh. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I when we were watching it all together, I was like, oh, yeah, the beginning of this movie is anti peak I almost it's checked nothing, out. I was yeah, like, it was, mm. Nothing but like semi-automatic gunfire, groups of people shooting at groups of people, you know, from stairwells. And, you know, Pete's fairly vocal about this. I mean, he's in. It's not like he's like, F it, I'm out. But I could tell. But I also knew eventually they do stop using guns for the majority of the movie. And it really gets to the nitty gritty. And I was like, and that, that was the shift I saw in Pete was that's when he was like, oh now i'm now mm -hmm. i'm interested now now you have my attention yes exactly <laughs> so see for absolutely. me the one moment in the trailer that stuck out to me the most was there's a scene where a gentleman falls to the ground while a gun is being pointed at his head and it's just rapid fire mm -hmm. up against his temple and when that happened we all were like oh <laughs> that moment in the trailer all those years ago was what made me go i need to see this because at the time i don't think i had ever seen someone do like a point blank destruction like yeah. that you know in a movie and it was just like holy shit what else is this movie gonna have in store and just like once you get to the point of this entire apartment complex is against 20 cops and like 10 of these cops get dispatched fairly quickly yeah. oh yeah it's and just how frantic it becomes and Jesus, i love Jesus. that even the cameraman like the camera work feels like it. it is someone else that is watching it's you everything happening you're a part yeah. of this firefight exactly you're part of the you're part of the action the camera is is done in such a way that you're 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 back to back with this guy as you're fighting around and they had several 180 degree spin turns and i don't know how they did the lighting for that but oh, it was it, just incredible moments where you're watching a person get hit in the left foot get hit in the right foot but the camera is following left foot right yeah. foot, torso left elbow right shoulder and like it's going with the beats mm -hmm. of the, the choreography of the fight and it's just like holy shit i am watching everything happen the, the, in the, real time and it's not there's parts where the camera's shaking but i think this is part of the franticness camp. it's yeah, not this, shaky cam no. it's not 90 million edits that's happens in like you know a liam neeson movie this is in <laughs> your face non-stop yeah now they uh 
the 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 camera work like they said because this is filmed in a building mm-hmm. you know that's how they did it so uh, there's even some like almost full 360 shots um and for the lighting was an issue for them they literally were manually spinning the lights on poles in oh wow line okay with so the camera i just i couldn't fit those two things together how they were yeah. doing that and so they... uh, it's i think that's one of the issues they've had with trying to up convert which we're supposed to be getting an up converted version Ooh, of this I'd be interested soon. in that yes um but the way they did this was not ever th- you know this is like low budget you know guerrilla style filmmaking the way they did this um you know and things that you don't even like i never paid attention that every gunshot muzzle blast everything is 100 percent cg yep it's all done in post they only they every only gun used airsoft yep it was all spray painted airsoft guns that's yep. probably this the movie, safest way to do that yeah oh yeah true, this movie had true. a budget of a million bucks that's Whoa! It. That's, that's that's it dirt. now that's think of it this way that ryan gosling action movie that came out on netflix last year the gray man i think is what it's called 200 million dollar budget yeah it didn't deserve it like that's how far separated big hollywood studios are compared to guerrilla you know style mm-hmm. of filmmaking independent filmmaking where Gray Man, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. There's parts that but were fine. It didn't need two hundred million dollars. Two hundred million dollar action film. Exactly. The first that, John Wick is like fourteen million. Yep. You know. Wow. Yeah, I don't think like, there is a Wick that's ever been over a hundred million. No, like not not one. That's movie. how you do these type of movies, and that is where you lose the soul of the movie. Yeah. Like with Gray Man, it doesn't have a soul where the raid does like, and you are truly rooting for these characters to survive. Agreed. This, mm-hmm. You know, oh, ab- and, absolutely. I mean, without that, that's, that's the issue is that's why monkey Kung Fu fell flat for us. Oh. We're not real. We said it. I don't know how many times in the episode, we're not rooting for the guy that's supposed to be our protagonist. You know, it's like, he's, he's a douche. He's an asshole. Yep, yep. I don't care yes. about this guy. <laughs> yeah. We care about uh, it Rama. It's Rama, but his name is Ikiro, I think it's Iko Uwalis. Iko, something like that. I don't uh, know how to pronounce it. I'm probably butchering it. But like, we'll just keep we calling don't him Rama. Get much of a story yeah. of him either. It's just he has a pregnant wife. That's about it. And yeah. he's but a rookie. I, I, I but he's, he's but new. That helps set up our love for him or, or our he, desire for him to survive this because he's going to go home to his pretty wife. Yeah, but he's exactly. also in his actions. It's telling me this is the guy I need to root for. Mm-hmm. You know, he's throwing himself in front of his teammates. He's questioning why they're even there for this raid, which I and that's another part of while the story's not, you know, this great fantastical thing. I was in, you know, in intrigued by the story, even though it's pretty basic. You know, it's like, why are we here? Who are we covering up for? Why, mm-hmm. What? You know, this doesn't seem like it's sanctioned and it's not. But we're invested in Rama and the way he is like, you know, he protects the one guy that gets shot up and he finds him a safe house. He doesn't just shoot the one tenant. You know, he's like, we need to you know, let this guy go. We'll help him get up there, even though he could have been a plant. You know, you have no idea. That was the beauty of this movie was. You know, there's like kids that are part of this gang that are spotters. Oh, chi- yes, children. Okay. Children 
they're not afraid to kill children. They kill, they kill them. Yep. No, yeah. Like, a bunch of kids die. <laughs> that's that's something that a lot of movies don't have the like, balls to this do. This is a slum lord, you know, like yeah. this whole apartment yeah. complex, and the drug lord that runs it all is just like free rent for life if you you know can if kill, you kill these guys Who, whoever kills them you get free and that, that yeah. that's a lot for whenever you're in that that poverty and it, line it works so great because it adds countless henchmen yeah you know oh, now I you think... have an unlimited amount of henchmen Pretty unlike much. um i just watched sisu the uh nazi hunting movie. i haven't watched it yet i haven't watched it yet no no, but no spoilers it, i won't spoil anything but like it has a set limit of how many nazis are in that movie okay you know yeah yeah, like it has like it's well, this platoon and that's it where this high rise building it, it could be anyone yeah you know they're, they're not getting reinforcements in this building but every floor you have no idea how many yeah henchmen are like on it. and there's 15 floors and there could be a two to four people in each room. right room. and there's a finite amount of good mm-hmm. guys and i'm sorry the only place this movie has ever really made a mistake as far as storytelling is i already knew the white guy was the bad guy that's in in their little group oh, yeah. that did the deal. Like, oh yeah, he's dirty. Uh-huh. That's he's the only white guy here. He's, he's the, the one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I called it. Not that it was that hard, but <laughs> old white guy always the old white guy. But I, I that, think... wasn't that one of the uh, rush hour movies where it's like it's always the old rich man. Oh, that's it's always right. the old rich white man. Yeah. That's what yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> feels right. <laughs> Just, but, I'm white. I can call it as a season, you know. We be bad. You almost made me spit my drink out. Mate. <laughs> you white, you a bad guy. That's right, man. So, like, with Mad Monkey Kung Fu, how I had mentioned it doesn't have beats, I feel like this movie has beats in the sense of I can tell when it is the fight scene that they're all trapped in the top floor and they start using an axe to get to the bottom floor. Oh, so cool. That was cool. And, and the oh, way that, that film is, the way that is actually shot was they put a dude on a bungee rope with a camera to go down the hole and pass the camera to another person. No way. Oh, yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Okay. That way they can keep it all. And like when you watch it and you see it all put together, you're like, how the hell do you pull that off so seamlessly? <laughs> see, this yeah. is like, this is also the beginning when they first started toying around with like the single shot takes yes yeah you know to try and get as few cuts into a movie and i love the creativity that that takes but i also love like this movie we've watched i don't know countless how many horror movies action movies where you can sit there and go go through the wall it's drywall (laughs) like why are you trapped in here but to see this movie and they first attempt to go through the wall that one guy walks up to it and he's like uh they can still get us What's harder? Let's drop down a floor. They won't expect us to do that. And to find the weakest part of the floor and start hacking at it so they can escape. I was like, this is brilliant. I love this thought process of, you know, it's not uh, Underworld when she shoots the floor out from underneath herself and she drops (laughs) it perfectly, you know. And a concrete slab. On a concrete slab. Totally Looney Tunes herself down to the next floor. I I love you, Kate Beckinsale. This is not against you. Yosemite Sam, I think that's... Wiley Coyote. Only he would be under it. That's Yeah, exactly. Then you'd hold a sign saying, ouch. 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 Yeah. But to just take this axe and start chopping at it. And that's... This movie does a really good job of keeping you tense as it's going. 
you know, even even the calm parts of this movie where you're supposed to take a breath, you're still kind of holding your breath. You know, there's a lot of stuff that happens but doesn't happen. You know, it's the anticipation of what's going to happen next. What are they doing next? When he blows up the refrigerator with the uh, propane tank to basically cause this huge distraction, you know, take out bad guys, Mm -hmm. but it's also just to cause chaos and what's going on. It's amazing. They would have all been dead too. Probably. But for the movie, it was really cool to watch. That's that's okay. We we can can ignore that. You know, another beat where it's a hallway fight. And then you also have like a machete fight. You have a two-on-one oh fight, a one-on-one fight. You have they all these different up. segments so that just... you can keep together. Yeah. And it all, like, you're like, all right, I remember that fight. I remember this fight. Like, <clears throat> it works because of the pacing of this movie. It, like, once you get past that first 20 minutes, you know exactly what's going on. And yep. I mean that in the sense of when you look back and reflect on this movie, nothing kind of gets lost in the details. No, there's a lot of details that multiple watches make this enjoyable where you're like, oh, Without I, a never, doubt. I never realized that. Even what, down I, to like a guy getting slammed into a wall, but the camera is above head. And yes. it's like, oh, yeah, you don't see that often where a dude's head gets slammed into a wall, but the camera is actually above both characters. So you get to see the whole thing happen. They're not they're not hiding it. They're not hiding it mm-hmm. in a slash cut or anything like that. One other thing that I truly enjoy in movies and i think we talked about this in overlord was i love when they go back through an area we've already been in and all of the 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 chaos is still there like the the dead bodies are still laying there there's all these little like callbacks to oh yeah that guy got messed up by that baton or that guy you know got pushed into a wall or slammed over a broken piece of wood through a door in that body still laying there and we're like 15 minutes later in the movie i love when they have that level of detail or forethought i should say because a lot of times you film those all but it helps you remember yes all the stuff Mm -hmm. that's happening too exactly and that's that is some of my favorite things it's now john wick is one of those type of movies where it's always moving forward and we never really go back to anything but when we have these movies that are like one set you know close quarter you have to go back over top of things where you were before and i just it's those little details that will make this thing shine you know even more for me in movies Ooh, that's that's deep That was kind of deep. That was, that was really. Uh, actually, it was so deep that I need a minute. So, who like, the hell, who the hell am I right now? I don't, I don't know. know who you are. All right. Well, let's let's uh, take a commercial break yeah, and get me out of here. Figure out who the hell I am. GI <laughs> Joe will return after these messages. Oh hi, hello. It's Dom, and along with my co-host Amy, we are the hosts of Horror House True Crime and the macabre if like us you have a morbid curiosity with true crime the paranormal cults and more then our show may just satisfy your curiosities we release episodes on fridays and bonus episodes every other wednesday you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts and you can also find us on instagram at horrorhouse underscore pod so all that's left to say is until next time my friends Stay spooky. 
Now, back to G.I. Joe. Well, I know that uh, commercial break was a little abrupt, but I had both these guys staring at me. Uh, like all, all, all of a sudden, we turned into an actual movie review podcast, and we can't have that. No, no, no. That's some horse shit around here. Let's so talk weird. about punches and knees to the yeah. face and kicks and steel toe boots and people getting stabbed in the kneecap and then having the knife broken off in their kneecap. Oh. That, that means we just jump into the hallway fight, oh. which is... Poetry in motion. If you love violence, yeah. Have you seen Have you seen Old Boy, the original? I have. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That hallway scene reminded me of this whole damn movie. Yeah, it felt like that hallway scene. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. It, I almost might even be a slight homage to that. You know, because it, it could, I feel like all be. hallway fights are definitely paying mm-hmm. back to Old Boy. Like especially like each season of Daredevil had to have one continuous <laughs> yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah. Those like... were some awesome continuous shot ones. Oh, there. oh yeah. Like, especially when you see uh, Charlie Cox getting really freaking tired, and that's I like that though because you know you would be. That's yeah, if you, you would even be. if you were Daredevil, you would be tired. I think Extraction Two with Chris Hemsworth that comes out this Friday. I think it's supposed to have a 30 minute continuous shot. Oh my gosh. That's insane. Yeah, like the first one had a 12 minute one, which was mostly car chase, which was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, like a 30 minute continuous car chase? Wow. It's it's impressive on how they filmed it. What was this movie? Really? Uh, Extraction Uh, on Netflix. I don't know. Okay. Oh, look at Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. It's got Thor. It's cool. It's Thor. Uh, (laughs) This hallway scene, though, man, is. You got. A man trying to protect his friend with nothing but a knife and a baton. And a baton, a police baton. Yes. This was, you start with the most basic of weapons in a video game. Yeah. You know, it's. This is your starting and, out weapons in the RPG where you got to exactly. go to the basement to kill rats and crabs. This, That's what it is. <laughs> and we're going to dig into the rats. We're going to dig into some of our favorite things, but all the biggest thing I remember from this scene was Pete yelling at the guy, no, pick this up now. Why did you not pick yeah, up yeah, that weapon? Yeah, getting upset that the man wasn't just carrying 19 knives no, and 17 no. batons. He was kicking everyone's ass with this with this billy club, with this, this uh, police baton, and then he drops it. He's got time to pick it up. <laughs> just bend over and pick it up, for God's sakes, and continue your ass kicking and... Nope, he didn't. So he goes. Uh, he, well, he goes without I weapon guess you got a, a showboat. I, yeah, right, <laughs> idiot. Because I mean, I, he is destroying people. He's destroying with that baton. Oh man. my god, it was it was it was almost like stabbing them. I I thought at one time maybe he had that one end sharpened because it felt like he was like stabbing their legs, and I don't Look, know if it was making a, a squishy pe- pe- noise or not. People got bruised in this fight. Oh, That's all. Yeah, I'm there is definitely. no way in heck. There's no way. These people didn't walk away from this movie without some injuries. Because I, like, I swear to God, they were making contact a number of times. Every time, like every night after filming, everyone slept really good that night. Yeah. Like, with there's no doubt about it. Yeah. And icy hot and oh my uh, gosh. elite <laughs> PM and everything. Right. Everyone's soaking sun. in an ice bath and then soaking in the jacuzzi. Oh my God. Back and man. forth. But this. This fight, man, is it's intense. Like, I don't remember breathing other than us yelling. 
because mm-hmm. it's just so much to take I mean, in. It's kneecaps getting taken out. They're getting stabbed. You have like quick throat stabs that are occurring. Yes. And then like a head going down a wall and just being oh, smashed every way down the wall. His head off of it. And it's one that will always stick out to me is when he loses the baton, he only has the little, you know, not little knife, but just a knife in his hand. And he stabs this dude in the thigh and then drags drags it down to his (laughs) kneecap. And the camera never cuts away. I mean, it's an amazing effect that, you know, is prosthetic, but not CG, thankfully. And you're screaming like, oh, my God, that has to be one of the most painful experiences to ever have. Like, you know shoot how, like, me in the face. Batman I don't want to be stabbed people up real badly. Like, Batman, like, will break your bones or something like that. Yeah. But Batman's not taking his gauntlet and then slicing and dicing you on your way down. I like, know. He's, he's not blowing Batman. people up left I'm, and right. I, I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that, Batman. That would be totally cool. <laughs> but, no, you're right. I mean, and he just keeps... And it's just like, this is one of those cool ones, too, where it's not always a one-on-one fight. Like, there's multiple people coming at him. You know, which He's is turning kind left of a, and right, front yeah. and back. There's somebody coming at him at all time. And it's it's a complaint in a lot of movies. It's like, well, it's all one-on-one. It's all one-on-one. This one is not, man. Like, he is taking on two, three guys at one time. He'll be kicking one guy's ass. Another guy grabs him. He has, It's just so... I don't even like using the word frantic. I it's just so incredibly fast paced. It's beautiful chaos. Be- beautiful chaos. Perfect. I love that because it like, is. It's perfectly choreographed chaos. We're seeing his head on a amazing. swivel. Where like what we said of Mad Monkey Kung Fu, where it felt like a dance mm-hmm. at times. Oh yeah, that's the style. This is not a dance. Yeah, no, yeah, that was this the is, style. This is survival. Maximum damage. Uh, yeah, sur- complete survival. This You're... movie is a hair of being a horror movie. Like, seriously, make the henchmen zombies is all you <laughs> would you have go. to do. Sure. Yeah, like, like seriously, there because this movie shot super dark. It's super gritty. It's super bloody. It, this guy is in full on survival mode. Give me a, a zombie movie like that now. Give me the, you know, I guess like Trey to Basan is supposed to be something like very yeah. similar, yep. like a raid. Ver- I still haven't watched that movie. Chastise yeah, me. You do that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to chastise you. Uh, it's, I get just, to it. You'll get I to it. I watched two say, current movies this year, guys. I'm at my yeah, limit. He's at his quota. <laughs> now, there is a uh, film from the maybe 2010, something like that, that was French called The Horde. That was a French zombie movie. Oh, that sounds familiar. It was convicts in an apartment complex. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. I've never but, heard of that. I'd watch it. Similar, yeah. Like yeah. it's it's a violent zombie movie. I mean, it's, the French, it's French do some good horror movies. Yeah. I won't. I won't. Oh, oh yes, they do. Oh yeah. <laughs> the French ain't always good at everything, but you know they'll give yeah, us some they good get horror. Their horror right. Uh-huh. Well, except for Raw, but you know it's. Shock uh... <laughs> Labat. To you, Charlie. Still think it was what? the highest rated movie I did for that month. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's good. But yeah. I think, you know, you're talking about Pete getting upset of him dropping his baton. It was how upset Pete was at the following fight where it was four or three guys attack him with machetes. And now he has no weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's yelling like he didn't bring a weapon with himself. You could have <laughs> turned around and picked it up. But then it's the chaos of 
stumbling back and forth kind of fighting and then using just like quickly with like a foot to knock a machete <laughs> out of someone's hand yeah. and then trying to get the machete back and like oh my god it's, it's so frantic <laughs> it's a, it's an in, it's an intense scene with the machetes i mean it's there's a lot of flailing like it it just doesn't feel safe which is good i don't it want it to feel too safe like too fake right. but it, it, it it's kind of just this, osha was like, not present on this no not, no at all <laughs> no the not nearly as bad as you know texas chainsaw massacre next generation Ugh. but you know Ugh. this is sorry <laughs> Got to have a little bit of throwback to the previous. Episode. You don't. You don't ever need to throw back to that movie, please. So people well, will download you know, that. This could episode. be someone's oh, okay, very first okay. episode. They go, oh wait, they did Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. <laughs> See, I think I remember liking that movie. That's that's how we. You're, that's, you're wrong. That's how we do this. <laughs> no, the process. people that are wrong are the ones that try to turn that into a cult movie. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, correct. roll up the newspaper and smack them in the head. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're bad. Well, that's a good question. Do you consider the raid a cult movie? I think it already is. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I didn't, uh, it I was shocked a... when Pete said he had never heard of it because I'm like, yeah. I never heard of it. This movie made waves when it was released, but it didn't like. But Pete didn't know game. us, and that was the problem. That's true. Is it 2011? Was it? Yeah, yeah 2011. Hmm. And I, I state side, it was 2012. Yeah. So this would uh, th- this didn't do like phenomenal as far as like getting out there to the but people the moment it, it was, was limited release. released it was instantly like oh we're gonna get an american remake that has never happened Thank it's had you. so many different Thank names you. attached to it and it's like it's not needed honestly like no just watch it with dubbing because if there's one thing that we talked about mad monkey kung fu or monkey kung fu or stroke <laughs> of death whatever the hell it's called <laughs> you can have a dub martial arts movie and you don't really care no that's not what you're here for. I'm to this point now. It doesn't bother me one way or another. You know, I I actually feel like hearing an Americanized voice in this movie kind of probably would have took away from it a little bit. Well, we, we watched know. it with the we American it dub. Yeah, was it dubbed? Yeah, yeah. Yep. On Netflix, it is not dubbed. Yeah. I know because, that's what I watched today. Yeah, because I got the movie from the library, and yeah, so Charlie, Charlie has watch watched library movie. a movie yeah. from the library. That's why it sucks so bad because I was watching the <laughs> library dubbed version. Yeah, the Netflix one is subtitles because yes, the Raid Two's on there. And that I enjoyed subtitles that so much more as far as it being, uh, you know, subtitled. Oh yeah, I, you know, but I have there's not a ton of dialogue. Once again, no, no, so no there's not, not like much dialogue missing, once it gets rolling. <laughs> you're not missing a whole lot, but it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, uh, that's right. pretty much it. Pretty much just it. a lot more. Uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> and gunshots you know but yeah that fight's amazing that, I, we gotta talk about mad dog oh my god mad dog i love this guy mad this dog dude. makes an entrance now if you have not seen this movie mad dog is one of the final henchmen in john wick three yes that fights him with a sword one of the twins yes yep I I don't mean it as a bad thing, but basically I kind of call him the wannabe Al Leong because he's definitely kind of going for the Al Leong kind of. He definitely look. has an Al vibe. He has some. He vibe can start showing up as the henchman. I'd support all. him. I, yeah, 100%. I would. I would support Al Leong too. I was so happy when he showed up in uh, John Wick Three. John Wick I was ecstatic when all of these guys showed up in uh, 
The Force Awakens, even though they're only in it for like two minutes and they right. do zero martial arts. <laughs> well, we also it got was a total uh, letdown. Whatever. We, this has <laughs> Sub Zero in it from the new well, Mortal Kombat movie, and that's the thing. You get the Sub Zero versus Mad Dog fight, oh, where so Mad good. Dog, you know, sets down his gun, saying, "You know, I like it hand to hand. It's more personal mm-hmm. to kill you this way." And Jesus, that fight is brutal in that entire room. And you are not prepared. Like, it goes, one person goes, has an upper hand, the other one has an upper hand. It just goes, go, and you are not prepared for the end of that fight. Oh. It is, you're not expecting it. Because this is, this is another one of those movies that any number of people can survive it or not survive it. <laughs> you know, like, I totally wouldn't have been surprised if Rama had died at the end of this movie. And his... I guess we're calling him his brother. His brother, I think. Yeah, yeah the brother, brother that's in the gang we find out, which is supposed to be kind of, it's a very it's foreshadowed twist. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we get it. But it very easily could have killed Rama in this and the brother been the only one at the end of the movie, but they don't. But I was actually more upset that, uh, I forget what is what is his name in this one. You're- Jaka, which is Sub-Zero, oh. that he dies in this fight with Oh, and it's one of those things because you're, you're thinking, hey, this is Sub-Zero. You know, he's going to live. It's Joe yeah. Taslam. And he gets his ass kicked. And this dude's acting when he is still trying to fight Mad Dog. And Mad Dog's behind him with his arms, you know, grappling. Or yeah, it's kind of like a, with uh, his arms, like uh, a Gracie kind of move. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to break his neck. And you yeah. just see Sub-Zero slapping his mm-hmm. wrist slapping it's his where arms. you've got no energy whatsoever yeah, like he's left. defeated but he's still trying to fight it is so heartbreaking to finally see that his neck break like he's not in the movie that much but that performance is insane I, uh, it's probably one of my favorite like and it shows i hate it but i it's yeah. one of my favorite fights it shows how vicious mad dog is where it's like yeah no one wants to fuck with this dude <laughs> Ah. Hey, I wasn't beat. That I've wasn't been good. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on slime. probation. Yeah. Pete's <laughs> on probation after the last episode. <laughs> so I'll let Nate slide. I, I've told him we have to slow back a little bit. I'm going to start charging like they did in oh, Demolition no. Man. No, 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 no. Don't I'm bringing it back to Demolition now. Man. Where's Let's that? Let's not lose our mind. <laughs> Where's my find one credit line? I need that back now. <laughs> No, it's it's insane. And then now it's right about this time that we find out that, you know, like I said, there's the brother who's part of this gang um, is now hunting for his for Rama. And, you know, he's not trying to kill Rama. He's actually trying to figure out why the hell he's even in this building. What's going on? And the big boss, drug lord, whatever you want to call him in this is now suspicious because it's like he didn't kill his brother when he had a chance he didn't bring back proof even though he said he killed the guy and then basically he six mad dog on the brother character and it's it's pretty wild once uh mad dog puts him into that torture room and rama finds him and we're in there's a few more fights in between all this but this is like the next big oh yeah because i want to talk about you've is. got rama's brother all chained up and yeah. Mad Dog just unleashing hell just, on the dude. 
it, using him as a meat bag, just pounding yeah, him like Rocky. Basically, yep. yeah. It, it's the it's the Riggs lethal weapon moment. Yeah, you know that Al Leong is beating the shit out of <laughs> you know Mel Mel Gibson, so it works. And I don't know what it is about this scene that Rama sees it through the glass of the door, and the way he just opens up the door, it's just like, all right now it's on like there is no like get away from my brother don't you know he doesn't like even run into the room with a flying jump kick like in some martial art movie right he just opens up this door and looks at mad dog and it's just like let's go all right let's go Mm -hmm. and now that starts the absolute most brutal hand to hand fight in this movie it's like a seven minute fight i think total. at least at at least insane the choreography of these two against mad dog and you don't know like who is going to live kind of thing like mad dog mad dog's going to die kicking their ass mad dog is a short statured person but is taking two full-grown men to their limit yeah Uh, where if it was one-on-one He's he more than him. holding his own. We, we were saying this as we were watching it because I went, you know, one on one, Mad Dog wins, right? We're all like, oh yeah, oh yeah, none oh, of yeah. these guys can hold up to Mad Dog the way he's fighting. And uh, my, he's <laughs> so funny. It was my only complaint in this entire fight was why did you zoom in on the chain when they let the brother right. off and <laughs> roll it up to the ceiling? Because when it happened, I went, oh, we're gonna hang it's- Mad Dog. And we're all in agreement. Like yeah, Nate's like, the only one that's like kind of quiet because he knows. But I had forgotten. <laughs> it's Chekhov's chain, you know. Yeah, we were totally like, "Yep, he's gonna die by the chain." This entire fight goes on, and not once does that chain come into the fight. <laughs> you not guys even... are really waiting for that chain, we and I'm over there biting my lip, like, "Yeah, nothing happens Watch. with that chain, guys." <laughs> when when we actually promote this one, I know we can find clips. I want that clip in a video, Nate, and I want them to see. <laughs> How close the camera gets to that chain. Oh, it really <laughs> lets deliberate. you know that this chain is actually the fourth character in the room. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Who just exits stage left. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a whole song. It was really weird to see. But, you know, it's... Uh... Yeah, it, had, it put on a top hat, had the cane. Hello, my <laughs> Hello, darling. My Hello, my Hello, my baby. Hello, my rock time gal. <laughs> but, like, this fight, the dude that plays Mad Dog... He has a look on his face. The dude's got rabies. That's the only way yeah. to put it. Yeah. I don't know why they called him Mad Dog. I really yeah. think he really kind of got into this character, this, you know, this persona. Oh, but in part two, it's even better because he has long, straggly hair and a long, straggly well, beard. He well, yes. He's a homeless character who looks exactly the same of just pissed off rabidness. Well, let me ask you, how did he survive? Because he plays he... a different character. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like working with that guy so much. They just had him play a totally different I love character. That. Okay, which, all right, it's totally forgivable because the I'll scenes that it. he's in are phenomenal. In okay, part two. I'll allow it. <laughs> I would have been okay with twin brother too. I'll just be yeah, I would right. totally I like okay. That, I like that guy so much. I was. It's a city slicker sort of arrangement. You, you could have just said that he, we just didn't actually kill him, and I would have been like, okay. Yeah, he could have <laughs> just been wearing a scarf in part two, but like, oh, that's where it hides where his throat got slashed. <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. Wearing a turtleneck through all but, yeah. the whole movie. <laughs> have you ever seen anyone do kung fu in a turtleneck? I have not. <laughs> I think I want to, though. I bet also. Buffy did some kung fu with a turtleneck on Well, you know, fashion came first for Buffy. 
That's right. This is true. Actually, John Wick wears a turtleneck in one of the movies. Of oh, I think you're right. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a Does moment. Does he beat where anyone up in the turtleneck? I'm pretty sure there's what? a moment where John he's Wick beats a... everybody up in every yeah. outfit. He yeah, could be wearing true. his PJs and kick everyone. Right. Oh, but his PJs are a very nice silk suit. They yeah, look like a yeah. suit. Well, we did Kevlar see his P- silk suit. We, we, we technically did see his PJs, and he got his ass kicked. Maybe it's that's his kryptonite. Oh, if you yeah. catch John Wick in his PJs, you can kick his ass. If he mm. can't protect himself like Dracula, putting up his cape, then it's I kind coined of his that. Weakness. That's I. If that ever goes viral, I coined that. That's we're calling the John Wick fighting style the Dracula because they all pull their coat and sleeve over their faces because it's bulletproof uh-huh. you might as well have the piano go dun, dun. exactly <laughs> i got back from watching that movie and messaged everyone going that is the dracula i am calling it right now <laughs> didn't need that in this one ain't nobody bulletproof yeah, in this no one, one. Is jesus christ nobody's footproof no bullet is wasted boost. in this movie <laughs> no no i don't think I, they miss well there is one part in this movie that's early on is whenever they're still like taking out like all of the no name good guys, you know, the, the SWAT officers is when they take out the poor two guys in the truck in the truck and they shoot the driver one shot dead. Okay. They then unload three machine guns into the rest of the cab and you watch the dude in the passenger seat like jiggle. Like he's just <laughs> dancing around from every bullet that hits him. And to it goes me, on for like 10 seconds. That was a love leather to Delta Force 2. Oh, God. Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. Very much so. Thank you, sir. Although there is no Billy Drago in this movie. There is none. But can you? But imagine? I got to say Billy Drago. So. Yes, you did. <laughs> Your streak is Billy alive, Drago sir. showed up in this. Oh, buddy. Oh, that would have been awesome. Billy Drago. It would have been this. odd. <laughs> Yeah, but then he would open the door, and then Chuck Norris would have been there. And it would ah, have that Chuck would have been Norris a real movie. let down the raid. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's not fair now. One no, Chuck against like, an entire building. They're why are we wearing denim right now? <laughs> Who let Walker in? <laughs> oh, man. But I think one of the things we were talking about earlier with the intensity, there's a scene in this movie where they finally do get to be a moment to breathe mm-hmm. where they are hiding in the apartment complex room behind like a dummy wall. Yeah. The fake wall. That was, yeah, that's a tense scene. And you have oh, the gosh, dude yeah. with the machete stabbing the wall, just up down, just at random. And when he finally stabs it, the way it slices through Rama's cheek and yeah. the way he turns his face and then slowly moving his hand up to cover the blood on the blade. Oh, he wipes yeah, off on the way out. The yeah. guy would have known there's somebody behind the wall. The guy gets distracted talking to the, the the tenant of the apartment, and it gives Rama just that amount of time to kind of pinch his fingers over the blade. So as the guy pulls it out, there's no evidence that you know he stabs someone. But there's a lot of blood coming from that face wound. Like really, I mean, it, I, it's well, coming. I know you guys don't do a lot of shaving, but. From this guy who does shave. I don't need to shave. One little nick on your chin, boy, oh boy, that thing oh, will. Oh, yeah, that thing just does not <laughs> stop. It will not stop bleeding. If you, <laughs> you get it just right, man, you'll look like a nightmare. I think... You got to do the toilet paper thing. Oh, yeah. And you got to, you know, just dab it. And then sometimes, like, if your dad shaves and he does the toilet paper thing, but then you don't tell him that he still has a bunch of toilet paper on his face when you go to the grocery <laughs> store because you think it'd be funny. Then mm-hmm. he gets back home going, the hell? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I thought you did it on purpose, Dad. I, I cut myself <laughs> shaving a couple weeks ago and got out of the shower and came down to the, uh, took a nap in the basement and then got done with my nap, walked upstairs and into the kitchen where Jody is. And she looks at me, her face turns white. She's like, oh my God, what happened to you? What, what did you do? I'm like, what do you, oh, gross. And whatever cut I had dripped down my neck and made my shirt a little red. And it looked like I had cut my throat. Like, like oh my God. It looked like she was she was in stark horror. She thought I had done something terrible to myself. And Pete got was, bit by a vampire in the basement. I just walked to the bathroom and went, Oh yeah, that looks terrible. I'm I not it sharing off. pie with anyone anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's funny. I don't want to scare Jody like that again. No, no. Our, <laughs> They over. I get a bruise and I get fussed at because I go. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> there was a hammer, wood, probably. probably. Probably bruise all the time. I gave a monkey a sledgehammer again. I said <laughs> that. His on name's the job Anthony. Site. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That Your son. <laughs> I know. That means I'm allowed to say that. That's totally fine. <laughs> you know. There's a scene where a guy gets hit in the face with a boot directly on, and when he falls down, you just see all this blood all over his face. Yeah, it's pretty insane, man. They, they do not shy away from the gore in this movie whatsoever. The one guy that, like, shoots the one little, like, weak henchman, like, point blank to his, the temple of his yeah. head. Yeah. Like, you're expecting him to, like, knock him out. And then it's just like he grabs that gun and just boom, dude's head's gone. There you was somebody got shot in head. the neck. At oh, one that point. was a good one. Ooh, yeah, and that was a that was a that was an explosion of blood behind them. And I thought the other one that was awfully brutal, like the the one guy that was injured, but the one cop that was injured grabs this big Rambo knife, crawls over to this other dude that had. I don't know, shot in the kneecap or something like that. Mm. And then stabs him like seven times. Oh, yes. On oh, the floor, yeah. just and screaming looks, and stabbing. Yeah, yeah. And it looks, oh my God, it looks so well, that's real. because what were we saying? He got, they, he stepped on his nuts. They were yep. trying to get him out of the room and we kept <laughs> laughing that it looked like he got his nuts stepped on. Yeah. Yeah. So as he's in pain, like he's been shot or stabbed or something. Us three are just laughing our asses off. Oh, I got, I got, you stepped on my nuts. Why are you, why are you squeezing This is my voice now. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. Uh, like the mad dog, even him getting his like throat slit with the, uh, yeah, the light bulb. Or oh, the light bulb. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I was complaining about Which, that too. We yes, all I know would. the light bulb would just break instantly. They just, I've seen that in wrestling. They shatter everywhere. They're yeah. not that stiff. But damn it, they, does it work as a final death? Mm-hmm. They stab it in him first, too. Like, like, yeah. And he keeps fighting. He keeps we fighting. didn't mention that. We didn't mention that for whatever reason. When he gets stabbed in the throat, that leveled the dude up. Yeah, he like got <laughs> right? super powered. He went. What, he got into berserker mode. I think it was like what the the wrestlers when you would start chanting their name when they're just <laughs> about done, and right. they just start shaking. And then raising themselves, you know, it's like that was yeah, it. That the was Hulk Hogan, uh-huh. yeah, just hulks up. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, he's gonna grab the chain now." No, he didn't no, grab the chain, chain does not. You, not I don't a, know why you guys were so <laughs> focused on that chain. Does the chain come back in the sequel? That's what I need to know. <laughs> our old buddy, the chain. I right. should mention on YouTube. Um, 
there is a like they interviewed the chain. I guess you could say. Yeah, they interviewed the chain. <laughs> it had a great one day on the set. Uh, all the actors were his, great to work with. He got paid extra because he got a close up. Got a picture with everyone on the last day. <laughs> yeah, it was really Everybody awesome. They kept, kept taking selfies as if the chain was hanging them. So they're all like, ah, I got their <laughs> tongues hanging. The chain out. felt real special that day. That makes me happier that the chain didn't actually kill anybody. But there is a uh, a precursor of the Rama and Mad Dog fight on YouTube that's like six minutes long, uh-huh. where it's a uh, not the fight that you see in the movie, but you could tell it was a choreograph of what could potentially be the final fight. And it's okay. even got like added sound effects. It's got added CGI blood. And, oh, I'd like, watch that. Yeah. Some of the knives that are like the two knives that are using it's it like are actually knives that are used sort of thing. in part two. Yeah, exactly. And it's fantastic to watch, even though it's edited in such a way that it flows together. You can tell in different scenes where they're wearing different shirts and stuff, right, like different right. outfits. So you could see where they are filming it on this day, that mm-hmm. day, and how they mm-hmm. could cut it, it all together. It was probably like a lot of uh, practice, and then they edited it together to show like a, mm. a test shot to Basically. like the studio or something going, here's kind of what we're working on. You know, this is still rough. And just to kind of give them an idea. But, and then, you know, I'm sure this is another one of those things where the story just kind of evolves. My hope is Mad Dog's like, I can take two of them on. You yeah, know, and definitely. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do that. That sounds awesome. That dude was so fast. And the uh, movie doesn't even, like, fast. it still has one more fight scene after yeah, this. Oh, yeah, there's a whole segment uh-huh. where we now big boss. go into a drug scene, like where they're making the drugs. The RoboCop scene. A, yeah. d- yes, the RoboCop <laughs> yeah. scene. And it's a dude getting thrown, like launched into 55 gallon barrels. Yeah. And after that, now you have three cops, one of them being the old dude. And it's just them beating up gangbangers. Oh, these, oh, yeah, these that reminds me, I almost totally forgot. I'm glad Nate mentioned this. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> I had the best one liner that's not in the movie ever was when the old cop dude, we're all making fun of this guy because he is moving slow. He is a very slow <laughs> it man. It is the slowest punches, the slowest everything. But He, he moves a chair above his head, and it looks like he's going to have a heart attack before reminded, he finally brings it down yeah, on someone. It reminded me of the old Lou Ferrigno Hulk show when they would really try to emphasize how strong he was, and it was semi-slow motion. So he's fighting this little dude. And he slams his head into a file cabinet. The guy falls down, and then he pulls the file cabinet down on the dude's head. And I just went, file that under D for death. (laughs) We (laughs) lost it. And I was like, why was that not in the movie? This is a great line. Yeah, that 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 should have been that old man's line. It really should have been. But there wasn't any humor in this movie at all. Like A lot of action movies will have some humor in it. Mad Monkey was all humor, of course. Yeah. But even the biggest explodiest Stallone and Schwarzenegger movies, there's always a sometimes there's of, a time humor. I found a little bit of humor in this because we were all what? like um during it was actually during this fight because we were talking like, are they having crackheads work on the crack? That seems like a bad idea. <laughs> right. And so we were discussing this, and then all of a sudden, and it's the camera either accidentally catches one of the PAs or something, or it's just something that was never meant to be seen. There is a dude like gathering stuff off of the drug table. Oh yeah, that's true. And <laughs> runs away <laughs> off camera. And I went, there goes the crackhead. <laughs> <And he runs laughs> 
Yeah, take it by crack. Totally unintentional funny moment, but I'm like, there goes the crackhead. I knew he was in there. <laughs> this is also like this scene in general, I guess because of how long the movie's been going on at this point, where like if one dude hits Rama, that guy's gotta have some bragging points, right? Like, oh my god, I actually hit the guy. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Like, wow, guys, did you see that? He beat the shit out of me, but I got that one punch in, and I'm not gonna let anyone forget about that the day that I punched Rama. But he dies like a 10 seconds later. Oh, so now, had, now he, I picture it's like Al Bundy always talking about the big game the, where he threw four game. touchdowns in one game. But it's like this dude, 30 years later, he's talking to his grandkids. I once hit Rama in the face. And like, All right, Grandpa, <laughs> it's time for bed. You keep going on about this Rama guy I, that we don't for, know who is. Time for Grandpa's medicine again. Well, that's <laughs> another thing, though. Rama is literally getting his ass beat. Like oh, he is depleted. He's got zero stamina left. There, there's no gas in the engine. I'm surprised it's still going, but you know, it's not like he's superhuman. He's just really good fighter. You know, that's what kind of gives him the superhuman ability, but there are points where they like, he's tired. I think there's a, they do the fight on top of the table right there in the uh, drug scene. And you could just tell he's like, I, I got like one or two more like throws in me to take this guy out. And that's all I got. I need to take a breather. And it, you you feel this through the movie. You're just like, this guy's this guy's barely pushing through on adrenaline right now. You know, just third, fourth, fifth breath, you know, the you know, wind, whatever you want to call it. And he's just barely hanging on. And there's still more to the movie. We still, still gotta more. get to the drug lord. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is the more talky part. This is the, this is the whole, surprisingly, yep. the drug lord doesn't get into a one-on-one fight. No, but he never at any point in this movie that I feel like he was like the big baddie good at fighting. He was no, just, not at all. He was the he money was guy. Just, he was the money guy. He was the drug lord. He was just the guy that told everyone what to do. But never did I get this feeling of power from him. And yeah. this whole like ending segments more between the old white dude and the drug lord that even with Rama being involved, I don't even think Rama is up the steps by this point. No, he's making his way to it at this point. And that's where the drug Lord is revealing. Like we knew you were going to raid this building. The higher ups want me over you. Like you're done for regardless to the old dude. Yeah. Yeah. And it does lead to him getting killed and the old dude going to shoot himself but he's out of bullets at that point. Oh, that's no, right. We were all counting the bullets too, because he fires off. He's a six shooter. So he's firing off and we're all like, wait, there should have been one more in the, in the bull, in the gun when he tried to shoot himself in the head. And they were like, Oh, that's right. He shot Rama in the arm as he was going down the stairs. Yeah. Was, we all forgot that bullet. And then and, he, and then Rama takes him in. Yeah. You know, it's like, Holy shit. He takes like, him in and Rama tries to in. tell his brother to come with him. That way he could protect him. And his brother refuses and they go their separate ways. Right. And... Like, so now it's almost like the brother is the head of this gang now. And it's Which, like, I won't, I'll, all I'll tell you guys is the first five minutes of the raid two completely finishes up the story to the raid one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. It's impressive. <laughs> like, I think it's like eight minutes in. It's like, well, that was the end of the raid completely. Like now we're on to part two. Like so the brother they waste walked, no time. 
brother walks back into the building. He goes to check on Mad Dog to make sure he's really dead. He <laughs> slips and falls, and the chain just happens to be hanging there. Right. And catches him <laughs> in the eye socket. And then he turns into Pinhead, and then chains go all That's over the I place. That's what I thought. Yeah. I kind of could call He gets that. a cod piece, and everyone's yep. impressed. Yep. Mm-hmm. I called it. I knew that's yeah. how that was going to end. So that's the raid. That was raid. It's fun. Redemption. Movie. The redemption. Raid redemption. redemption. Returns. Seal of approval. Revengeance. It's on Netflix. It, both of them are on Netflix. Both of them on Netflix. Go watch it. Yep. You don't have to go to the library. But you I can... did, and you watched it. <laughs> you bastard sucker. <laughs> All right, boys, let's do the things. Yeah. Yeah. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. Oh, this one doesn't disappoint, boys. This... Yeah, what is the body count of this? I've never known. 121. Oh, dear <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> now, 20 of those are 19 of those is cops, basically. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so basically so 100, like 100 residents. 100 bad guys die. That's a and lot I... of paperwork for Rama. <laughs> who, who killed the snipers? I still ask the this question. The snipers are still yeah. out there. Yep. Still, a problem with this movie is that they the didn't... snipers across to the other building, they let yep. Rama get away technically, or they fell yeah. asleep. They could have been napping. That might have been it. You know, because they're doing all they can. Like they're they're like stacking the bodies. Like they basically they're trying to erase anyone ever showed up. So the bad guys are stacking these bodies up of the SWAT team. They're like uh, towing the the APC somewhere yeah. else. And anytime one of the live SWAT guys got near a window, they'd get shot by the snipers, which is a cool, like, okay, just yell out a window or run down to the first or second floor and jump. No, they have, they have that covered. And I was like, that's cool. Never mentioned the snipers again. In this nope. And so it's like, did they call to this more? day? They are still hunting. They're still up there. The snipers and the club are the two things that bothered me. <laughs> Beating that club. All right, well, uh, there's a lot to choose from, but let's pick our favorite. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. I know what mine is. I I know what mine is. Jeez. Let Nate go first, then. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Nate can go first. Nate. I don't want to go first. It's one that has stuck with me since the very first viewing of this movie. And it's where we have a broken door and the bottom piece is sticking out a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's all jagged. And Rama jumps backward while holding the guy's head and slams his neck into the jagged piece. And Pete's word was, what a great sense of awareness of your surroundings. <laughs> and that is perfectly the way to put it. Because, my God, it is such a great practical effect as well of seeing like how they filmed it and like watching the body fall onto the splintered piece of wood. It's gross. I've never seen a death like that before in film. Mm. And it's it's phenomenal. It it describes this movie to a T. That is also mine. And I will only add that this is where I love the callbacks in this movie was this happens about midway through the fight. They are now in a room and more bad guys come running in there and they step on the dude <laughs> to <laughs> get in the room. Yeah. They don't jump <laughs> over the body. They step like between his shoulders, which is just pushing the head down even <laughs> further into the splintered wood. And I was like, Oh my God, they stepped on him as they run into the room. So that's mine. There's yep. good. 
God, that kill is for a movie with nothing but kills, nothing the stuff that's just making you shout, ooh, ah, oh my God, uh, that one sticks There's out multiple kills that could have been killed a week. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But um, the- I'll make it a trifecta. That's that's it. Um, yes. I thought about it a couple others. I'm like, eh. no, that really was as unexpected as a kill has ever been that I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, uh, I suppose uh, Jason grabbing the, uh, the the sleeping bag and yeah. uh, slapping it up against the tree. That was a. It's it's just not wow. as much gore. In that right. One. And there was this. That this definitely was goes easily... in the Hall of Fame of kills. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. Yes. No. And I'll. We'll give one quick honorable mention. We've already even talked about it and think was when he sliced that dude's entire thigh <laughs> open. Wasn't quite it a was, death, but uh, I'm sure that guy's dead. Okay, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that guy's dead. He just has a, a really big boo-boo like in Georgia the Jungle. Because, <laughs> I mean, he dragged, it's like from his groin to his kneecap. And it's oh such my God, a it's so fluid, bad. <laughs> it's such a fluid motion during the fight. Because he's actually knife. fighting this guy. He hits him hard enough that he kind of crouches, but he's stuck up against the wall. And Rama just brings this knife down in one motion from the groin to the knee. And the camera's right there. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, so honorable mention to that If one. that I guy did that. survive, 30 years from now, he's telling the story to his grandchildren <laughs> about how he can't walk anymore because Rama, but he survived the attack from Rama who stabbed him down his entire uh, thigh. And he went, leg. sure, Grandpa, I bet you could walk at <laughs> Leg acts up every time the rain and comes that's, in. that's, children, is why you don't try to get free rent. <laughs> <laughs> just stay in your apartment. Just stay <laughs> in your apartment. Just mind your own business. All right, let's rate this bad boy. Music works for this one, too. We're two for two in the action. Yes. We're doing great. Uh, Let's see. Actually, I want to start with Nate. Oh, okay. That's cool with me. Um, I've been thinking about this, like, all day. It's not a 10 for me. Hmm. Um, But it's still, it's a nine. Um, couple complaints have always been where do the snipers go? <laughs> you know, that first twenty minutes being such a slog fest of you got to get through it. You know, a and lot of gunplay. Let me put that for anyone who's never seen this. A lot of gunplay. I'm in talking that first before the gunplay where it's just them doing. Oh, the they're stealth gearing up and getting ready. Uh, that's up. like maybe ten. Maybe I might be exaggerating a bit. Uh, yeah, like, I would say it's twenty minutes. Of that to the main gunfight before once a lot of hand to hand stuff. Like once they get, get shot in the throat, it, yeah. it goes from there for me. From there, and they get cornered in the one apartment that they have to start chopping through the floor. Right. I think that's, that's where that's, that's where that it starts. Moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and the other thing that thankfully is about to be fixed, the blue tint to this movie, yeah, is really bothersome. Um, especially with revisiting the raid two recently, and there is no blue tint. Thankfully, oh, Gareth Evans is going through and doing a full blown color re- uh, restoration to this movie. Nice. That's yep. supposed to be getting released some point. Uh, he's been sharing uh, screenshots Screen of grabs. the before and after on Instagram. It's looking great, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Like I cannot wait. But let's own... let's be fair. Raid two got a lot of more money. To do that because this one 
did so well. You know, the Raid Two is just a Martin Scorsese film that's yeah, also an action film. Though. Like, Ooh. that's what I mean. That movie is forty-five minutes longer than this movie. Oh jeez! Yeah. Like they, but the story works so well. The action set works so well. Like, and it's his original, uh, his original idea. Right? His original idea was because he wanted the first one in the prison. Yeah. The but he budget they couldn't so they did apartment complex so then the second is now in the prison so I, i'm interested to show that's the one i haven't watched as i haven't watched i thought i watched the second which i thought was raid redemption i was with pete <laughs> so it's fine so to me it's a solid nine uh one of the things that i also want to talk about real quick that we did not talk about with charlie mentioned the horror of this film hmm. there's a scene where everything is completely blacked out and a total like two floors above there are henchmen staring down below all these cops who unbeknownst to them are being stared at and when they let the fire rain down upon those cops and the only thing you see is the muzzle flashes of the guns and those cops just getting weighed the lace that is pure like horror oh totally like that is horror horror perfection on how to do a scene like that and just how intense it is because a couple of the guys make it, but just how badly they get mowed down and even them shooting upward. But it's like, it's the Obi-Wan. They had the high ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's pretty intense. So, All right, Pete, your first time watching this. I'm, I'm curious. I'm right here. there with Nate. It's a nine. I Fantastic. thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I uh, My two little complaints about it, I can look past that. And uh, yeah. Uh, it was it was great the the athleticism the it's what it's what I want from a, a modern kung fu movie. I would prefer a bunch of humor in it, but as this was, it was so well done. It's uh, it's it's a nine. Fantastic. Nice. Well, let's let's what make about it you, the, Charlie? Let's make it the trifecta, boys. I'm giving All it right. a nine. Nice. Uh, this movie is well deserving of it. The what they did with the budget, what they put on the screen, and it is just phenomenal. The I will always praise a movie that can do really fantastic like choreography with the fights, and Gareth just has this. I I'm surprised he hasn't done more. I was thoroughly it impressed. Shocks me. Now he does have some sort of upcoming action movie with Tom Hardy. Yeah, I did. These see two that, names alone was, have me sold completely. I'll be in. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, but I I would follow this guy like saying like Guy Ritchie's got a new movie coming out. As soon as you say Guy Ritchie, Charlie's gonna watch it. If Gareth Evans would start doing this more, I would be right there at opening night or as soon as it's ready to stream and watch his movies. So, and just really thought through storytelling and, you know, process that he has for this, this type of genre, you know, it's really, you know, you can just throw a bunch of guys in there and go, go do Kung Fu. We'll make a movie out of it. And, but this is really thought through and so awesome. And it's one of the things uh, we were just talking about the other day, Charlie, of like Eco, he's the main villain in the Expendables 4 coming up. Yeah. Which and... I'm stoked for. And Tony Jaws in that movie as well. And he's a uh, villain. It's one of the things, Eco, he's had a little bit better of a career path than what Tony Jaw did because yeah. Tony Jaw went on that uh, to become a monk for a bit. Like he went through that phase of just he, not. He, he changed his process, you yeah. know. Where those those movies he did wore him out. Yeah. Like you gotta remember, he may not have went a long way, but he did three 
Ong Bak movies and yeah, pretty quick two succession. Protector movies. We yeah, don't like talk he, about Protector 2. It's really bad. But he did it. And but it like, was like almost did all of that back to back to back to back to back. But you Rama know. and Sub-Zero, they're in a movie on Netflix called The Night Comes For Us, mm-hmm. which is an extremely violent martial arts movie. Lots of stabbing in that one. Highly, highly recommend it. Well, Rama I'll is probably in, uh, be picking that one at some point for mm. us. Rama's in one also that I enjoy on Netflix, which is Triple Threat, which is, you know, it has Scott Atkins, Michael Jaiwa. It basically has like all of the not like Jean-Claude Van Damme, but the other big names in martial arts all together in this movie. And God, that's that 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 movie's just so much. I just entertained out. He's in Snake Eyes, which I haven't watched. I had zero desire, but now I kind of want to see. I, I might if he's in it, but I still yeah. don't have. He really plays have a the headmaster. I'm like, all right, I kind of want to check that out now. What you mean? It's not uh what's his face from the second GI Joe? Can't think of his name right now. I can't remember the who rapper. It was. Oh, RZA. RZA. Yeah, yeah, it's not RZA. No, nope, Zico now is the you headmaster. Can't... Also, Snake Eyes was a white guy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't. Stop it, Hollywood. I don't know what you're doing. All right. Um, as much as I hate to do this, Nate, did were you able to find someone that didn't like this movie? I did. Uh-oh. I did. <laughs> I'm only doing this because we haven't done it in a while, and you love this drop. So I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I smash the guy on it. Oh, that's gonna be a disaster. All it right. dies a little bit inside when we don't play that <laughs> drop. Uh, this person's got like a really long uh, username, so I'm just going to call him Josh because that's at the beginning of it. Josh Douchebag. Yep. Josh he gave it a one out of ten, said this is the worst movie ever in category violence. Overrated in all aspects. If you are looking for Indonesian violent, violated action or computer gameish movies, then this is your flick. The rest of this production is below entry level. Story is really the poorest ever, and all the performances are below any level. Ah. It's a shame that so many people rated this movie far beyond reasonable figures. The script is so thin and predictable. No other actor with Hollywood fame could have bring this production to a higher level. I love you all, no matter you all going to hate me because of my review. Another proof that ratings are very personally and sometimes dubious, but real movie fans are going to watch all they meet on their path of moving images and are reading all reviews, starting with the lowest rated comments. I don't really know what he was going for there, what but the he definitely spit out some words and it formed <laughs> sentences. And uh, that's Josh for you, fellas. Well, at least it's not Justin. Movie was made on a <laughs> All right. First of all, the views of Justin do not reflect this podcast in the Facebook group. <laughs> you don't attack our boy John Wick. You don't attack anyone on that list he put up in the Facebook group. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll attack Expendables three. I'll give him that one. <laughs> he said all after the first one. So, you know, you gotta keep two in there. Two's amazing. Yeah, but and three. he keeps <laughs> bashing on you know top gun mission impossible you know the fast and furious have gotten a little silly but there's more <laughs> oh. than just one or two that are but good. you you know what you're getting yourself with those, I, now know? it's like self-aware so you know what uh-huh. it's fine once you become that point but yeah we 
the, the views of him don't reflect <laughs> the, the group whatsoever. Yeah, so if you're in the Facebook group and you've seen one Justin make some dubious claims, it's wild. It's I. It's bait. They're not That's from us. That's not. We do not. We do not condone. But we do allow everyone to have an opinion on stuff. So you know we don't moderate and even eliminate. if his opinion on certain things are wrong, like exactly. Darkness is a bad movie, or that Maverick was a good movie. So you know it didn't. It didn't make over a billion dollars in the best movie of 2022. I don't know. I guess everyone else is stupid. Anyway, uh, yeah, that Josh guy is an asshole. So no. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's thinking. Sometimes yeah. people just want to type shit and put it out there. It's weird. Uh, okay. We well, did it. We did, we did it. it. Yep. So we've got one more this month. Uh, so next week is horror. And as we reminded Pete, he picked scanners. So this is. Once oh, again. I remember. I picked scanners. <laughs> Good job, Pete. Uh, <laughs> you did it, Pete. He did it. Yay. So, yeah, check that out. And uh, still, as far as this recording goes, we haven't done the YouTube thing yet. Maybe by the time this is out, that'll be out. We'll let you know. Yeah, to be files at some point will be out. We record it on the 19th of yeah. this month. It's always okay. like a long month. Like we decided to do one a month, and now it's been like, when do we do this again? Yeah. What day was it? Seems so it's long a, ago. What, what movie we got to watch? Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out so all right if you want to keep along as you as you heard us already plug you can go check us out over on the facebook group at give me back my action movies give me back my horror movies two awesome groups that are going on over there tons of content you can jump in on and you know what what the hell go check out good beer bad movie night the group you know pete's got one over there that he runs yeah. and shows some kind of bad movies that he's watching <laughs> from time to time <laughs> as much shit as he gives us from <laughs> every once in a while <laughs> Woo. Oh, Pete picks some stinkers throughout the week, uh-huh. uh, but it's all uh, uh, self abuse. I guess it's okay for Pete. It's masochism. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of my things at its greatest. Uh, you can also check us out over on Instagram at Give Me Back My Action Movies, Give Me Back My Horror Movies, Good Beer, Bad Movie Nights, also on Instagram. <laughs> uh, we are on TikTok, we are on Twitter, and as I said, we are on YouTube. So you can search us out. We got links for everything everywhere so we're not hard to find out there uh and yeah so next week horror we're doing scanners we're doing another cronenberg which is going to be amazing we've got the flies cronenberg right so yes I'm yep. correct uh, so it is what's our next action movie charlie i'm not saying yet oh oh no no i haven't oh, released he's it keeping yet. it in his pocket huh i have something for cutting charlie out of all of june oh i have something special for all of july oh shit okay all right <laughs> listen it pete <laughs> <laughs> well before we get to that point i just want to give a special shout out to john hydraberg and jacqueline over at a cut above yeah, yeah. they just hit their 100th episode Woo! they did they released three episodes they did green room for episode 100 Mm-hmm. which I adore that movie. And then they did a special like Q&A episode, and then they did a clip episode. And then Steven and Leo over at Spoils of Horror did an amazing uh, special guest appearance on one of those episodes. Yeah. Oh. Yes, the Q&A one. Uh, but congratulations to A Cut Above Horror. Uh, really solid podcast. It's one of those you could put on for a long drive. 
like to Cincinnati or something. Well, for me, it's for Cincinnati, but for you, you may be in California. It may just be LA traffic for all I know. That's right. Or your morning <laughs> you may be commute. in Tennessee and it, it may just be from one cabin to the next cabin. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it, it will definitely make that drive worth it. And those guys are crushing it every yep. time that they have been releasing an episode. I'm at work going, ah, I want to talk about this. Like I'm screaming <laughs> at my headphones because I'm not on the episode. And now I keep writing Hyderberg like, hey, if you do this movie, just like, you know, let me know. Count me in. <laughs> like, come on. Well, uh, I, I can say, even though I'm not releasing anything for July to let anybody know, there might be something afterwards in the works with oh. our friends over at a cut above. <gasps> so, I can't wait. Because I think we're banned from spoils of horror after our birthday shout out to Steven. So I'm not 100% sure we're really. Uh, right now are we that. really? I have no idea. <laughs> that was all not my fault. We <laughs> were not asked to do anything for a cut above. So I think they heard that before they mm. recorded their episode. I feel bad for not sending them anything. That's okay. This this will count. Hydroberg will will appreciate that he didn't have to edit us into his. That's the hardest working man in podcasting this month. Good he Lord. did that entire clip show himself. Can you imagine having listened. to go back and listen to our own no, episodes? I don't, and then having to edit. That's <laughs> why I've never done a clip show, guys. Good Lord, no. If anyone wants to hear a clip from it, please go and listen to our old stuff and then just send me a timestamp and I'll grab it for you guys. That's the best you're going to get from me on that. But no, great people. Great show. Please check them out. I just I feel bad for never shouting them out enough. So they don't have a commercial. Otherwise, I play their commercial. So, yeah, we don't have much room. It took us like a year and a half to get a commercial. We have one, though. <laughs> we have one. So. That's 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 that. That's that. <laughs> so we're done. All right. All right, boys. We done? Yeah, I guess so. Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. Charlie, what's the good word? Gonna file you under D for dead. <laughs> that's your own line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you already my, used it once. It's my outro. Well, it wouldn't have made sense if I didn't tell him what it was. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could have said uh, no chains were harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> you could have. You, you also could have said that we raided Pete's wife's pie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you could have said that. Do you see what I did there? I saw what you did there, yeah. <laughs> did Nate and I double team your wife's pie? Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> I watched... I watched you put it in your 